Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. Ananga and I have been offering a free podcast now for more than seven years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Learn more at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Chan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend, Ananga Sevier. And we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you from Michigan and the UK. And we love this work. We love coming together. And we're going to be celebrating eight years this October, uh, sharing our coaching and storytelling and Ayurveda, guided relaxations and tapping and all of the work that we love to share with you. So thank you for listening in. Today, we're going to be talking about comparison and how comparison is the thief of joy. I believe that Theodore Roosevelt is the person who came up with that statement, comparison is the thief of joy. And in the case of anxiety, comparison can quickly eat away at our self-confidence. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. I'm so glad we're talking about comparison today. This is something I catch myself doing and and work on and, you know, see somebody that I'm really impressed with or want to emulate and then start to do that comparison thing. And it never ends well. So that we get to talk about these pitfalls and talk about what we can do about it is really important. Comparison can be really hard on us. And chances are with comparison, we're going to fall into one of two traps. And the first trap, which can really have a big impact on anxiety, is judging ourselves harshly for not being good enough. We might think that others are braver than us. We might perceive that others cope better than us or that people are more together than us. When the reality is everyone's struggling with something. And that first trap goes hand in hand with the second one. And that's judging others. When, when we're suffering, we might judge others to find fault when we think they may be appearing to do better than us. Watch out for phrases that start with, at least they, or it's all right for her because. You start to see the rationalization and see how that judgment is starting to bubble up. And we might bounce from one trap to the other, from the judging trap to the feeling bad and and not feeling good enough. I know there are days when I feel like I've got so much to do and so many to take care of and a business to run, a podcast to do, and all I want to do is lay down. And, <laughs> you know, I admit it, I admit it, lay down, take a nap, go away, whatever it is I need to do to care for myself. And what I realize is that's exactly what I need to do. If my body is asking me or if my mind is asking me to be still or to take a break, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I don't need to compare myself to somebody else who doesn't need that rest or who isn't taking it. It's not a competition. It's how can I best care for myself right now in this moment without comparison. If I start comparing, then 
my anxiety gets worse and worse. Or if I judge others, oh, you know, they're not really taking care of themselves, or boy, they work so hard and you never see them creating any spaciousness or making room for X, Y, or Z, or whatever the stories we create, or it's okay for her because she doesn't have a daughter to raise, <laughs> or, you know, all that kind of stuff. That, that's not even us. That's chatter. That's the ego. That's that inner critic popping up, creating all kinds of chaos. Yeah, that really does create all kinds of chaos because one of the subtleties of, of comparison is that it robs us of the ability to connect with others in empathy. I remember learning from Brene Brown that she said, empathy never begins with at least. And if somebody tells you they're suffering with something and you say, well, at least, at least you've got a cleaner, at least you've got this, at least you've got that, that's not actually connecting with what the other person is experiencing. And we've been talking recently about how feeling disconnected increases anxiety. So there are so many pitfalls with this that we have to watch out for. If we really listen to others, we'll see everyone's coping with something. And we might have room to empathize and connect and also to be inspired by others. Rather than feeling bad about ourselves, we can think, oh, she has a good way of handling this. Like from you, Shan, I've learned a lot about boundaries and I'm grateful for that. There's always something we can learn from others. So instead of judging and trying to push others down in negative psychology, there's that law of hydraulics where when you push somebody else down, you come up a bit for a little while. You can feel a bit better, but it doesn't sustain us. And all the time we're focused on the perceived flaws in others, we're losing the opportunity to work on ourselves. And it's so healthy and helpful to connect with others with empathy. And when we do that, our self-esteem grows because we have the faith that they will deal with us in the same way. Absolutely. And we get nothing. There is no gift. There is no benefit. There is nothing about judgment, about comparison that is good for us, mind, body, and soul. Yeah, it's a really easy trap to fall into and a really difficult one. Nobody likes to be judged. And the more we judge others, the more we feel that we might be being judged. It just really sets up a precedent for discomfort. Something that somebody taught me that I really like is if you find yourself looking for faults in others, try flipping your scrutiny around and use it to look for a good quality to appreciate instead. Let's use the example of watching the news. Reporters and news uh, anchors are just think about how often these folks are judged. There they are, sitting before you on the television, doing their jobs, getting scrutinized for their hair, for their makeup, for what they're wearing, for how they're enunciating the words, for the stories they tell. And to be able to flip that around instead of, wow, I can't believe so-and-so is wearing that red dress on the air or what have you, to turn it around and say, oh, look at how brave this person is that they can do this kind of storytelling in front of millions of people mm -hmm. or find uh, something to compliment versus something to scrutinize. I love that you brought that forward. It, and it works. The other thing I like to practice as well is, and this is a little bit off topic, but when I'm out and about and, and I see a clerk or a waitress or somebody at the grocery store or whatever, I try to find something to compliment them about to just give them a little bright spot in their day, whether it be a ring, a necklace, their, their, the color of their eyes, whatever. 
And it's amazing how they just stop because we all can get into these traps. We all can be super hard on ourselves. We get into the comparison game. We get into the self-judgment game. And that kind of compliment, it just stops everything. Such a nice example. And again, it's another way of connecting, finding connection, making that person's day brighter, connecting with another human being. It makes life so much sweeter. You're reminding me of a saying from the Vedas when we're looking at how we want to relate to others. Do we want to be a bee, a honeybee, or a fly? What do we want to gather in our interactions with other people? Are we going to go to other people as if they're flowers looking for nectar? Or we know what flies go after. So, Right. <laughs> which way do we want to play it? Do we want to be a honeybee or a fly? And we're going to have days when we buzz. We're going to have days when we're not looking at ourselves and we get a little bit buzzy. When we hear ourselves buzzy and looking for the nasty stuff, we need to switch it up and go looking for the nectar. That's great. I love that. Let's come back to comparison. The only comparison we really need each of us is to compare how we're doing today. Compare yourself today to yesterday. And then ask yourself, what small action can you take today to help yourself become a better version of you than you were yesterday? And there's a number of things that you can do that can help you come ahead of this each day that you check in with yourself. And that's we love to, to get out and take a walk, get a, a walk in nature, a uh, walk in the city, whatever it is. Uh, certainly add a breathing practice. Uh, remember to, to take and to carry with you your rescue remedy, EFT tapping, all of the things that we like to remind you to do to support yourself. And then, of course, you can journal out your thoughts and, and write down anything that you did in any given day to help yourself move away from anxiety. Yeah, this is really important to just compare yourself to you yesterday. At the moment, I've got a, a motto written on my iPad screen, better than yesterday. I've been feeling quite unwell the last few days. We've just had a big heat wave in the UK that I was struggling a bit with. And I was feeling like I was starting a bit of a throat infection. So I slowed right down and I wasn't able to do as much as I thought. I should be doing. So I immediately wrote down, I've been practicing, I was telling you, Shan, earlier, I've been practicing a little hand lettering for uh, relaxation. So my practice that day was to write down better than yesterday and make it my wallpaper. So just little things, just being a better version of ourselves every day, tiny things. Yesterday when I got up, I struggled to get straight into my meditation. I wanted to read, I needed a warm drink, I wanted to do other things. So I wasn't feeling so great, that's okay. Today, feeling better, so up, meditating, doing some inspiring reading, and then by the time nine o'clock rolled around, I was able to move on with my day, and already I knew I'd done a little bit better than yesterday. It's just little steps, taking care of yourself. There are days when I don't remember to keep hydrated as well as I should, so then the next day, my better than yesterday is how many jars of water can I drink? Am I remembering to put my bark flower remedies in my water, just little things, little steps, extra breathing practice, extra self-care, whatever we know helps us be a better version of ourselves. little steps every day to build on that, small steps to support yourself every day, and you will feel them grow and lift you over time. 
If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you'd give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. Every review helps us reach more people who are suffering with anxiety. Thank you so much for your consideration. We really appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you next week. The Quick Anxiety Stopper, emotional rescue when you need it most. The Quick Anxiety Stopper is a simple anxiety relief tool you can use anywhere, anytime, to quickly regain a sense of calm and control when anxiety strikes. Discover how to slay your anxiety today using your body's own emergency stop button. To find out more, visit the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.